Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the STL All Local Podcast. I'm Debbie Monterey with the local stories from the KMOX newsroom for this Thursday, June 29th. Towering flames twisted through the night as a four-alarm fire destroyed a historic church in the St. Louis Place neighborhood. St. Laborious Church, recently converted into a skate park, caught on fire late last night. Three-alarm fire when the 1800 block of North 18th. Initially, we had heavy fire in the rear of the rectory. That's Captain Garen Mosby with the St. Louis City Fire Department at the scene. The embers caught a vacant home on fire three blocks away. Crews have knocked down the worst of it as of now. No injuries were reported. After the recent shooting downtown that left one teenager dead and 11 others hurt, Mayor Jones asks regional leaders for help. Mayor Jones telling members of the East-West Gateway Council of Governments that it's time to give kids in the region more exciting things to do at rec centers so they won't flock downtown. And I just wanted to um, challenge all of my fellow um, uh, electeds around the table to do the same in your respective communities because we're finding that the kids are coming from a little bit of everywhere to downtown. Responding to that challenge, St. Louis County Executive Sam Page tells us the county will be taking another look at its summer rec program to see what can be done to help. Kevin Colleen, KMOX News. A group is looking to address gun violence through the ballot box. We get the latest on that. St. Louis City isn't the only place there's a problem, but it certainly is the one that we feel the closest to. A group called Sensible Missouri filed three petitions Wednesday with the Secretary of State for voter initiatives, allowing local jurisdictions to enact their own gun restrictions. Former State Senator Joan Bray is one of the organizers and says it's more about local control than gun control. People in communities care about where they live. And they, they like to be able to determine what's best for their community and not have to live under the, under the, uh, the rules of something 200 miles away. The group is filing three versions of their initiative, ranging from just allowing the St. Louis and Kansas City regions to have local gun regulations to one that would let any county in the state set its own rules. They'll gauge input for which to put on the November 2024 ballot. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. General Motors' plant in Wentzville is now one of the company's largest. But what happens when the automaker is only making EVs? Could that leave GM Wentzville with its gas engine, Colorado, and Canyon trucks in the dust? Plant Executive Director Lamar Rucker tells KMOX. The first thing we need to understand is the product we currently make for General Motors rates us in the second or third largest plant in the corporation, so that's huge, and our and our contribution to the cor- corporation is huge. And we're on record saying that we will be all EV by 2035, but we will build a, a mixture of ICE and electrical vehicles throughout this period. Rucker notes GM has just made a $1.5 billion investment into the facility. Greater St. Louis Inc. CEO Jason Hall notes the company ICL Group is planning to make ingredients for electric car batteries in South City. We have got to be a place that is opening our arms to manufacturing. There's also a new training facility coming to North St. Louis. GM does have a goal to sell only EV passenger vehicles by 2035. Michael Calhoun, KMOX News. Smoky air is not just a problem for those with respiratory ailments, according to an HHS Illinois pulmonologist. Dr. Brian Reichard says anyone can suffer irritation for exposure to wildfire smoke. He offers this advice. You should limit your outdoor activities, especially those requiring heavy exertion. Do your best at creating an indoor environment that's that's clean, you know, keeping doors, 
windows closed if possible, uh, and, and, and also if possible using uh, air purifiers, including HEPA filters. If you have to spend time outdoors, the doctors suggest wearing the same kind of N95 mask you used during the pandemic to filter out particulate matter. Fred Bottomer, KMOX News. He drives a two-lane stretch of Highway 21 south of Hillsboro every day, a road locals call Blood Alley. Jefferson County Executive Dennis Gannon was asked if he has any encouraging words for commuters who would like to see Highway 21 between Hillsboro and DeSoto widened to two separate lanes in each direction. You know, I, can't, I couldn't give any encouragement because there's so many other projects that are a little bit more priority, at least regionally. Uh, obviously, we'd like to see that in Jefferson County, but there's a regional uh, planning and it's, it's not as important as some other key, key areas. Gannon says you can only get so much federal highway money out of the East-West Gateway Council of Governments. The good news, he says, is that the council is moving toward a vote on approving the expansion of I-55 in both directions from Peevely to Highway 67. Madison County, Illinois planners expecting good things to come of a major highway project announced earlier this month. Madison County Board Chair Kurt Prenzler tells KMOX. Uh, this new 270 bridge, I think there will be applause all the way from Denver to Pittsburgh in terms of improving 270 in North County, uh, the 270 bridge. If you haven't been near 270 and 255 lately, the area has seen acres of warehouses pop up. The Gateway Commerce Center boasting 30 million square feet of warehouses and logistic firms, including worldwide technology. Prenzler says the new 270 bridge will help the trucks coming and going move through better. Malaria. Not something you hear about much in the United States until now. Florida and Texas reporting active cases. It's a disease generally associated with the tropics. There are different strains of malaria and they all can make people sick. But the one in Texas and Florida is Plasmodium vivax, which infectious diseases physician Philip Budge at Washington University and BJC Jewish Hospital says it's not the worst one. Malaria is acquired by the bite of an infected mosquito. The first step in the disease is that the parasites that come from the mosquito infect the liver. And after a few days in the liver, they spread into the red blood cells. So when you begin to feel sick is usually when you have the parasites in the red blood cells. Dr. Budge says that blood cell infection can cause problems in several organs. The malaria parasite lives in the liver and the red blood cells. To protect yourself, use bug spray repellent when outside and be especially careful with children because they are vulnerable to malaria. Maria Kina, X News. I'm Debbie Monterey. The STL All Local Podcast is produced by the KMOX News Team. Find all the local news you need on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.